Welcome. As we begin today's episode of Strategize to Succeed, I would like to delve a bit into a process that can apply to every individual, regardless of age, experience, skills, and life plans. Thinking. Whether you are creating a business plan or reviewing a grocery list, and so many situations in between. Thinking is as much a part of our daily activity as breathing, or at least it should be. Our discussion subject is nonlinear thinking. The title of today's episode is ABCD versus BDAE. Now, what does that mean? In essence, these two letter sequences represent the nature of the process itself. When one is a linear thinker, an idea or process is constructed in a logical manner, moving sequentially from A to B to C, etc. However, a nonlinear thinker can either intuitively or intentionally move the puzzle pieces in a different sequence, including different starting and ending points and can also add or delete variables. This deviation has the potential to achieve either the same result or a completely different and conceivably unexpected result. Consider a 100-piece jigsaw puzzle. You open the box and initially the prospect of fitting the pieces together may seem momentarily insurmountable. However, the logical or dare I say linear approach, is to separate out all of the puzzle pieces which contain one or two straight edges. The assumption is that those pieces are part of the border and should be assembled first. The nonlinear approach to putting the puzzle together might be not to separate the border pieces. Instead, the path to solution might be through color coordination, or illustration association. A nonlinear thinker might even prefer the new look of the puzzle picture. The point is that one will likely reach a satisfactory conclusion either way, but for the nonlinear thinkers, there may be multiple options as to what constitutes a satisfactory conclusion, as well as different paths to reaching it. Of course, assembling a jigsaw puzzle has a generally predictable outcome. However, one of the true delights of nonlinear thinking is that the opportunity exists for utilizing one's creativity, insight, curiosity, and even emotions as active components of one's thought process. And that may lead to unexpected results. An example of how this process can be integrated into your life, and maybe your livelihood, can be illustrated from my own childhood. To my knowledge, I am at least a second-generation nonlinear thinker. By the time that I could start to read and understand the world around me, I could see the process in action every night at dinner. In addition to the bookcases, which could be found in abundance in every room of our house, there were other areas specifically designated to receive periodicals, both business and general interest. Yes, these were always read. They were certainly not for show. 
When dinner time came, one of the expected topics of conversation each evening was the mention of an item read and how it led to an idea for a client. In particular, I recall two newspaper items. The first was a display ad for a luxury yacht that was going up for auction. Now, my parents were definitely not nautical. They couldn't even swim. But when reading that ad, an idea came to my father, which led to a landlocked manufacturing client entering a completely unrelated market for their patented product, and which ultimately produced another revenue stream for them. In another instance, my mother had read an article about a popcorn farm which was going up for sale. Okay, it was really a farm which grew a specialized variety of corn, ideal for popcorn use. But come on, referring to it as a popcorn farm was really much more fun for me as a child. My mother got the idea that another of our clients should buy that farm or another similar property as a basis for expanding the product line of their confectionery company, as well as take more control over the supply chain of their products' ingredients. Truthfully, I don't recall the outcome of that idea proposal, but that's really not even the point. Over the years, there were probably hundreds, if not thousands, of these situations that arose. In our household, the running joke was that we operated our own news clipping service and our clients were the beneficiaries. This process was an integral part of our business and our lives. The first time that I became aware of the fact that I seemed to have a different approach to problem solving was in the 10th grade. I was taking geometry, which was a required course, and my section of the class was taught by a retired naval captain. Suffice it to say, this gentleman was probably the most logically driven, linear-thinking person I had ever encountered. The tone was set for me after just the first night's homework. The class was instructed to draw several identified shapes using a compass and a straight edge. Well, I was prepared. I had the correct tools, I took the time, and I diligently made the effort. However, when the assignment was returned after having been graded, a note appeared on mine telling me that in the future, the teacher would like me to use a compass and a straight edge. That's probably when my first gray hair appeared. One did not need to be a great thinker of any type to recognize that that class presented the makings of a very challenging year for me. And it was. The basis of the class assignments was found in constructing geometry proofs. In each case, the thesis was given, it was followed by points A, B, C, and then the conclusion was presented. Well, apparently I seem to have a natural tendency for rearranging the points in proofs into a thought process which made more sense to me. To my teacher's chagrin, I might add. Although not disastrous, that course did nothing to help my grade point average. And over the year, both of my parents had the opportunity to have several lovely conversations with the captain. It would seem that that's when my nonlinear genes were clearly identified. Now, being fair, to be most effective, I do believe that an individual should be equipped to think and reason 
utilizing both linear and nonlinear skills. Of course, the central question is, why bother? What difference does it make whether one pursues decision-making from either a linear or a nonlinear perspective? From a business standpoint, while the process of nonlinear thinking is known for fostering creativity, if not consciously managed and controlled, it can result in taking unnecessary risks. Essentially, any form of intellectual creativity cannot generate successful results if it is allowed to run rampant and go unchecked. It requires discipline to undertake a periodic cost-benefit analysis so that nonlinear thinking can be utilized most effectively. To this point, I would suggest you think about Perry Mason, or frankly, any preeminent trial attorney, real or fictitious. The best trial attorneys bring a skill set that blends both linear and nonlinear aspects. The attorney's creativity is often apparent when constructing a scenario of events which is presented to a jury or a witness. But notwithstanding these intellectual gymnastics, there are very strict procedures and rules of evidence which are often viewed as constraints, and they must be followed in order for a trial to proceed fairly. Essentially, these procedural rules result in linear directions being placed on a possibly nonlinear approach to organizing and presenting a series of circumstances. From the beginning, the default position has generally been to learn how to think and reason logically. And in many situations, the best or most skilled linear thinker has prevailed. That has been the accepted approach throughout time. But in the 21st century, facing a profusion of seemingly unmanageable challenges, both individually and in our society, I would suggest that more often, linear thinking might benefit from a non-linear assist to resolve, to thrive, and to grow. If you would like to explore the process of non-linear thinking or strengthen your existing skill, there are two activities which encourage the emergence of that thought process. The first opportunity for developing or enhancing a non-linear perspective in your real life comes through reading. But not just reading your favorite author or textbooks in your field. Read everything that you can get your hands on. Old, new, fiction, nonfiction, commentary about which you agree or disagree, significant or trite. Read all different genres, forms, styles, and continue to do that, always. Work to keep your mind attentive and receptive to both the broad concepts and the details. Engage in reading as an activity in which the opportunity exists for every written word to trigger your nonlinear thinking potential through ideas. These thoughts initially may have barely a remote link to any aspect of your life, but eventually a glimmer of an unexpected notion may reveal itself. You will probably not notice a significant difference take effect immediately in how you approach your thought process, but give it a chance. Keep your mind open and receptive and allow yourself the opportunity to experience different thought connections.
Over time, when you are not expecting it, you may suddenly be aware of a new perspective or possibility or approach, and you may find it intriguing. The second way to develop your nonlinear thinking skills is through brainstorming. This activity is often utilized in group settings, whether school, business, or committee. However, it can be equally successful when pursued on your own. With brainstorming, you are giving your mind permission, without judgment or pre-screening, to follow any path open to new thoughts. Using this exercise, you may become able to generate new ideas or concepts about a predetermined subject. After the thoughts emerge, they can then be harnessed, arranged into a sequence, and perhaps become the nucleus of what is then developed into a plan. Essentially, continuous reading of a variety of materials is a way of opening one's mind so that it is more ready to participate when engaged in a brainstorming process. The thoughts which percolate during brainstorming may be revealed more quickly and may show a greater variety of ideas, applications, and options, some of which may be completely new to you. Incidentally, you may have already been exposed to or used a brainstorming technique in nonlinear thinking, especially in business, without any conscious awareness of it. Many surveys which you have seen or completed contain open-ended questions. There is no either-or option for your response. Instead, the question asks for your opinion on a subject, such as, what do you think about your new computer system? You can start your answer at any point and end at any point without any prejudgment. This is a recognized approach which is central to brainstorming sessions. As a final note on the differences in applications of linear and nonlinear thinking, it is important to understand that neither process is better and probably for overall success neither should operate exclusively. In fact, if you dig deeply enough, probably each of you already has within you some of each type of approach to thinking. The differences are in the composition and the priorities. I view thinking styles as being illustrated by a sliding scale of shades of gray. A lighter gray may be more linear and less nonlinear, and a darker gray may reflect different balance of less linear and more nonlinear. The reason for bringing up the subject of thinking approaches is for you to be aware of the tools in your toolbox as you move forward developing strategies and making decisions. Each of you really does have an extensive range of options at your disposal, but depending on the situation, you need to recognize that one approach may be better able to help propel you further than the others. So once you become familiar with your choices, you can apply them appropriately to optimize your position. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, the application of strategic decision-making can result in more beneficial outcomes, both professionally and personally. 
Why not turn that process into your opportunity?